Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Everything in my world. So welcome this morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How y'all doing? I hope you got your pen, your pencils, uh, everything that you need this morning, your notes, uh, every possible thing. Um that's going to put you in a position for God to be able to do what he needs to do. It is definitely our winning season. Everything attached to me wins. My God. (laughs) Somebody better say that. Everything attached to me wins. I wish I could sing, my God. Everything attached to me. You just might need to repeat that again and again. Everything attached to me wins. Every assignment, everything that God has given me, everything that God has put in my place is going to win. Why? Because this is what the Lord deemed for me. This is what the Lord said for my life and not what Lakeisha said for her life. So everything attached to me wins. I'm talking about like everything attached to me wins. I'm just so, so grateful uh, to God for all God is and all God called us to be. I want to get into prayer. I got to share a couple things. Uh, we got a couple of people we need to pray for. I need to pray for um, Tammy Burr. She is our sister in faith. She does not live here in Little Rock, Arkansas, but she is our sister in faith. And so I need to pray for her. I need to pray for another sister, sister of ours, which is Lysandra. And I need to pray for her as well. She's going into surgery this week. Tammy is currently in the hospital and the enemy will not win in Tammy's life. So good morning for those of you guys that are just logging on. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Do me a favor. Get focused. Let's get in the word. Let's get ready for prayer. Ladies, do not forget, we do not have Bible study tonight. No Bible study tonight. We'll be back in this thing next week. Um, Super excited. If you're not subscribed to the website, do me a favor. Go get subscribed to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. There are so many benefits to being subscribed to the website. Uh, You'll get our daily devotional. Anytime we are offering free resources, I purpose coach. Uh, Anytime we offer free resources and free classes, those will go out via the website. Um, If any of you uh, don't know that we have partnerships, we have programs, we have Feed the Streets, any of those things you want to connect to, uh, my bio or every information that's about LMJ Ministries is on the website. So get to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com and get connected. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We don't allow the videos to stay on Facebook more than three weeks. So if there's something that you need to go back and rewatch, and you should need to rewatch stuff, especially if the Lord spoke to you through something, often we'll watch something one time and be like, oh, we got it. But if you study the parable of the soils, depending on what position your heart is in, you may have it or you may not have it. So just make sure without a doubt that you put yourselves in a position uh, in the best study habits and the best uh, place so that you can receive what you need to receive from God. Um, let's get ready to pray. But I need to share a little bit of a special message. I told you guys, I don't know why. Oh, let me talk about my t-shirt. My t-shirt says, but God. Um, big shout outs to Jeanette Roman and her daughter, Jenny Dees, and her husband, 
for, and I don't have my plaque and I can't get up and go get it. I'll show you the plaque tomorrow. They sent me and the boys t-shirts that said, but God, uh, so I'm super excited and everybody knows how I feel about purple. So that was really, really cool. Um, to have a purple tea this morning to put on. So thank you, Jeanette. Thank you for being a blessing. Big shout out to Lysandra Hamilton, who shipped me some makeup and brushes. I was like, the Lord knows exactly when you need something. And so she sent me, um, she sent me uh, that as well in the mail. And I just declare a blessing over your lives. You cannot sow a seed and not reap a harvest. So thank you for that. So I'm super excited about my But God t-shirt. The boys love t-shirts as well. So they were excited uh, about their t-shirt. Uh, we're going to put them all on this weekend. So thank y'all for my t-shirt. Um, y'all love on me so well and I appreciate it. I take no gift for granted. Every seed that you guys sow into this ministry is not taken for granted. Jojo just said, do not send me another coffee mug. He doesn't want me to have any more coffee mugs. He says we're running out of space. Um, I need to share something from my heart this morning. Y'all know God speaks to me when I'm brushing my teeth about y'all. And I know that this message is for someone or he wouldn't have me, have me to share it. And I may use the word female or infer woman because I am a woman but this could very well apply to a man as well I know what it's like to be born beautiful in a broken world and I'm not talking about the external beauty I'm talking about the internal beauty when you are born different or born unique and we all are are born special and we all are and you're born in a broken world that doesn't affirm who you are and what you are and what you call to be but i'm telling you Whoever this is for, whoever my sister is, whoever my brother is, but especially whoever my sister is, you don't have to compromise yourself any longer. I am a testament that the Holy Spirit offer, offers you such a precious gift that will confirm your identity, that will confirm how God designed you, that you don't have to compromise yourself anymore. Like you don't have to make it up. It's not about more makeup. It's not about more degrees. It's not about sitting in the right circles. It's not about you putting yourself into situations and leaving those situations feeling filthy. God has already confirmed your identity. And the Spirit of the Lord just kept telling me, um, it's a cycle of you re-entering these same relationships or same type of relationships. And the enemy wants you to keep repeating it's for a woman. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You to keep repeating these cycles. That's why he keeps introducing you to the same type guy. But if you slow down just a little bit, sis, and you allow the Holy Spirit to work, he'll break these cycles in you. The gift of the Holy Spirit is what does the internal work. It's not about our deeds. It's not about all our church going. It's not about all these actions. It's about allowing the gift of the Holy Spirit to work in us, to prune us. And when we've been born in a broken world will assimilate, will compromise, will think we need to display more of ourselves, will think we need to look like this world has told us to look because the world has told us these are the things that are beautiful. The world has told us these are the things that we need to do to get attention. Social media keeps lying to us. So I don't know who this message is for. You don't have to identify it. Uh, I know it's a painful place that you're in. I've been in that painful place before. 
for, in which you don't think you're inadequate enough, you don't feel like you're enough, and so you continue to do things or more things that you think is going to get you more attention or that you think is going to get you more notice. And it's bigger than that. It's the enemy's assignment against your purpose and against your life. He wants to keep you in a state in which you don't think you're enough, (laughs) in which you don't think you're enough so that you keep cycling back in the same places and in the same relationship. And I'm your testament. Listen to you, girl. I'm your testament that if you allow the Holy Spirit to do the work, greater work in you, he'll break those cycles. Um, He'll break those relationships. He'll draw you in and he'll build you up in him. He's going to give you, God, he's going to give you your identity. He'll give you a new self-esteem. He'll give you um, new ways and new levels and how to trust God. See, the enemy had wanted to break your trust in God so that you wouldn't believe God had an alternate or a better plan. And if he can break your trust for God and you don't understand that you God has an alternate or a better plan, then you'll continue in the same cycle because it's producing some sort of result. But the only result that it's producing is a result of the flesh. The only result that it's producing is a result of the flesh. And so I'm just telling you, I know what it's like to be born beautiful in a broken world. And I don't mean just this world. A broken world could be the home situation you were born in, um, the the people that have been exposed to you, just the different things that happen. And so I know for a fact that if God sent this message to you today, that he's trying to restore the beauty of you. He's trying to bring you back into the fullness of of who he calls you to be. You just got to slow down and allow the Holy Spirit to work so that the cycles can be broken and you can come into the fullness of who God called you to be and you don't have to water yourself down and you don't have to compromise and you don't have to sit yourself, my God, in places that you would typically never go to get the attention or to be connected to people that to get the attention. That is not God's will for your life. He has a very, very beautiful plan for you. He, he has a very, very beautiful plan for you. He loves you more than you can imagine. I promise he does. He does. So I just had to share that this moment. However, if you know somebody that's in that struggle with their identity in Christ and they've just been compromising themselves, please shoot this video to them. Please share this message so that they understand that God was looking for them this morning, that he heard them, that he heard their heart, he heard their cries, he heard their pleas. I know what it's like to be born beautiful in a broken world. I know what it's like. It tries to devalue and take everything in you so that you will not walk into the fullness of who you were called to be. It wants you to sit in a less than situation, a less than approach. It does not want you to have your identity in Christ. All right, we need to pray. We need to pray. Um, I, I'm just so grateful for the Holy Spirit. We need to We need to pray. Uh, I saw both my sisters log on. I saw Lysandra log on. And I saw Lam, Tammy log on. We're going to pray for this devotional. But we're going to stand in the gap for you. I do not believe in sickness. I do not believe it's God's will for our life. I do not believe that sickness is a lesson that God is trying to teach us something. I know that my God is a healer. And I know that his will is for you to be healed and whole, spirit, soul, and body. And Tammy, I need you to lay your hands on your stomach. And Lysandra, I just need you to go in. The surgeons are only a part of the solution. God is your healer. 
And we are not accepting anything other than what God says about you, which is you are already healed, past tense. So we're going to stand in the gap with you today. We're going to stay, oh my God, thank you for that, Tammy. We're going to stand in the gap for you today that you walk in total, complete, divine health. Uh, Lysandra, we're standing in the gap with you today that this surgery goes successful, that it go according to God's will, that it moves quickly, and that your healing doesn't even make sense to the physicians. I want you to be a testimony to even those that are operating on you. So let's just get ready to pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for just who you are this morning. We thank you for the word that you shared early this morning. We thank you, Father God, for healing us, spirit, soul, and body. We thank you, Father God. Mm for dealing, Father God, with us accordingly to your word, to all unhealthy emotional attachments, Lord God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus that the blood of Jesus is severing the cord of all the unhealthy emotional attachments we have. We thank you, Father God, that we have a vision, my God, that our mind is the mind of Christ, that we have your vision to burn deep in us of how you created, how beautifully you created, of healing us, of prospering us, of virtue, of who you called us to be. We thank you, Father God, that that image is being burned in us right now in Jesus' name. We stand, Father God, in the gap. We stand, Father God, in your presence. We stand according to your word for our sisters, Lysandra Hamilton and Lord God, Tammy Burris, Lord God, that you are already bruised for their iniquities. You are already chastised for their peace. And we declare today by your stripes, they are healed in Jesus' name. Every unclean, every foul spirit. We command you to come out, loose them, and set them free in the name of Jesus. Every fiber, every tissue, and every cell will line up according to the word of God. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your joy. I thank you that the angels are going before Lysandra right now in the name of Jesus, that they are already in the hospital room, that they are already talking to the surgeons. I thank you, Father God, for miracle signs and wonders being in that room, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. She is in our best and healthy state. And I thank you, Father God, for a speedy recovery, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for her bones regenerating, Father God, her tissues regenerating. My gosh, we cancel the assignment of the enemy off their life. We thank you that their ministries will continue and their ministries are coming forth. We thank you that their families are sensitive, Father God, to their healing process in the name of Jesus. And we cancel the spirit of lack. There will be no lack in their lives due to the result of sickness. And we thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for ministering to them, Lord God. We thank you that their ears are open and their heart is able to receive. Now, Lord God, bless your word this morning. I thank you for your word. I thank you for a fresh anointing. I thank you for one that destroys the yokes of bondage and sickness and disease. I thank you. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. We thank you, Father God. You are our redeemer. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Um, 
uh, Tammy, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to take communion. I don't care if you're in the hospital. I don't care if it's the grape juice. I don't care if it's a cracker. I need, God said, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. I need you to take communion and put yourself in a position and remind your body that Jesus, my God, remind your body that Jesus already took all this on for you. Remind your body that Jesus already took all this on for you. Take communion today and stay steadfast and, and tell your body, you speak to your body. Jesus already took all this on for me. I don't owe, I don't owe anything else to this sickness, to this disease, to this thing that's trying to come upon me. I don't owe it anything else. And you release it and you renounce it. And we thank you, Father God, for your word and your faithfulness, my God, to heal in Jesus name. So I told you guys we are in this study. We're starting to talk about the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I need to give you a few things. I'm going to give you two scriptures to meditate on today. And we may start reading Romans 8. We only have just a few minutes left. But I want to I want you to understand a few things. The job of the Holy Spirit is to teach you, uh, to comfort you, to advocate for you, uh, to to fashion your life after Christ. That is, come on now. That is, that is what the Holy Spirit does. Well, if you don't know how to identify the Holy Spirit, or if you don't understand the precious gift of the Holy Spirit, he will be absent in your life. And people have made him weird and people have not brought understanding to who and what the Holy Spirit is. And so a lot of times we quench him or we rebuke him or we resist him. And it's not really... Um, because we're trying to or because we desire to it's because nobody has really taught us how important the Holy Spirit is in our life. And so we roll through life absent of him in so many areas and so many places in our life and we won't invite him in and we won't allow him to touch those areas of our life because it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. And when people have pressured you in the word, I come from a long line of pastors. I, my grandmother was an evangelist. I come from a long line of people in the word. And when people have pressured you in the word without properly teaching you how to develop a relationship with Christ, how intimate and personal your relationship with Christ is, I think more you even more are resilient resistant of the Holy Spirit. So how do we get the Holy Spirit? That, that's the, the two things I want to give you today. Um, the Holy Spirit was involved in the beginning of creation. I told you that yesterday. Genesis 1, 1 and 2 tells us, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. So the, ho the Holy Spirit was already here. The Holy Spirit was already here. Now, how we uh, receive the Holy Spirit comes from the moment we begin to trust Christ as Lord and Savior. Uh, we receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, Acts 2 talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is a truth. It talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and we'll get into depth. But once you receive Christ as Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit you receive the Holy Spirit. And so sometimes we're looking for this mystical explanation, or I told you we think things are based on a feeling. It's not necessarily based on a feeling. First Corinthians 12 and 13 says, for by one spirit are all we are, we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews, Gentiles, whether we be bond or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit. So the minute that you accept Christ, you are in spirit. Three, 
Uh, Ephesians 1, 13, 14 says, when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed in him, you were also sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. He is the down payment for our inheritance. He's the redemption. He's the possession. He's the praise. He's, he's, he's going to demonstrate or he's going to help fashion God's glory out of your life. But for you to walk into the fullness of what God has called you to be, I'm going to tell you, I'm telling you, you need the Holy Spirit. When I, when I gave a word earlier for whoever that is, who's just been lacking confidence and self-esteem and repeating cycles and thinking they need to continuously modifying themselves. The Holy Spirit is who's going to be your truth in giving you and a clear vision of who Jesus is. It's not about these church acts. It's not about these, oh, if I serve more, it's not about that. It's getting a clear revelation of who Christ is and allowing Christ to take over your life. I told y'all one of the things that I pray daily is Jesus, give me your holiness. Like Jesus, Jesus, give me your holiness. You, Jesus, teach me how to be holy. And a lot of times we won't invite the Holy Spirit in, in areas in which we're struggling with. We don't, but nobody has really taught us either. People have taught us to go to church more, to work more, to tithe more. All of those things are important. But can I tell you something? When the Holy Spirit is working in your life, he will bring you to conviction. He will give you the knowledge. He will give you the wisdom of all of those things. And the reason that he will give you the wisdom for all of those things is because you become sensitive to your voice. So if you're still struggling with understanding how powerful the Holy Spirit is or what the Holy Spirit does for you, I'm telling you, he's the one that's going to help you through. My God, he's the gift. He's the gift that comes with Christ Jesus. He's the one that's going to help you through. He's the one that's going to build you up. He's the one that's going to, um, he's going to help you. He's going to help fashion your identity in Christ. John 14, 15, 17 says, if you love me, keep my commandments. I will ask the father to give you another helper. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for not leaving me by myself because if he left me by myself, I would jack this thing up. He said, I will ask the father to give you another helper to be with you always. He is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor recognize him, but you recognize him because he lives with you and will be in you. So the Holy Spirit is designed to help you and to give you all you need. I'm getting ready to read something to you because I think if as we're making this track, this case for Christ, as we are seeing all the encounters, can I show you something? Every encounter that we've seen in this Bible that didn't make sense, that didn't add up from Jairus to the woman with the issue of blood, every encounter we've seen with Christ has been as a result of a leading of a Holy Spirit. It, everybody had already tried absolutely everything else and none of that worked. And it wasn't until they came in touch with Jesus that the significant change that they needed. Remember I told you yesterday, sometimes we resist the Holy Spirit in particular areas of in our life, especially if we don't understand the difference between conviction and condemnation, especially if we're not tied to the right people. We'll have somebody to help disciple us through. When the word starts um, convicting us about a particular thing, we will start feeling condemned. And then boy, the enemy loves to take condemnation and run with it. And then to help you push back or detach. Well, the Holy Spirit was sent to help you. John 14, 26 says, but the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things. 
He's going to teach you all things and remind you of everything that I've told you. And I love to tell people all the time, the Holy Spirit is 100% my God. He's 100% accurate. He's 100% accurate accurate. The Holy Spirit is 100% accurate. He's not the, you don't miss things with the Holy Spirit. We may miss things in our flesh. We may miss things ourselves. We may get off, but the Holy Spirit is 100% accurate. And then Romans 8 and 26, in the same way, the Spirit also joins to help uh, in our weakness because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes us for for us with unspoken growings. So even when you don't have the right things to say, guess what? The Holy Spirit gets on the scene and gives you the right things to say. You don't have to have the right words to say. You have to come in and say, you know what? Holy Spirit, help me. I usually bring the Holy Spirit in even on my prayers, even on my prayers. When I don't know what to pray for somebody, I'm like, Lord, show me what to pray for this person so that I can do what you need me to do. Lord, help me with the right words to say. But we move, we're in a season and in a place and in a position in our life that we won't seek the counsel or wisdom of God on things because this world pushes us to move. I'm re- I move so fast. I'm moving so slow right now. I'm moving so slow because I understand that if things need to accelerate or speed up, that they're going to speed up at the speed of God, not the speed of man. They're going to they're gonna speed up at the speed of God and not the speed of man. So I'm saying to you, I'm just saying to you without a doubt, understand how slow down and understand what the Holy Spirit. First, we receive the Holy Spirit once we accept Jesus Christ. I gave you the scripture for that. And then we understand the role of the Holy Spirit as our helper. He's here as our helper. So the things that you've been struggling with, the things that you've been needing wisdom for, the cycles that you've been continuously repeating, the state that you've laid in, like the um, the man in the pool of Bethesda, the state that you've laid in for 38 years, the Holy Spirit is sent here to help you and position you and put you in the position so that you can receive everything that you need. I'm looking for something. Everything that you need without a doubt, if you'll allow him to do that greater work in your life. If you're lacking something, it's only because the Holy Spirit is not in place and he will begin to give you wisdom for absolutely everything. This is what, this is what I want to read to you. I want to go over to Matthew. This is the 13th verse. And this is the 13th chapter and the 24th verse. And this is Jesus. And he's talking about the kingdom of heaven. And it says, here's another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night as the worker slept, his enemy came in and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop begins to grow and produce grain, my God, My God, when the crop begins to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? And the enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds? They asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the weed if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles and burn them in and put them into the weed of the barn. I want to go down a little bit 
further. It says, then leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. His disciples said, please explain the stories of the weeds in the field. Jesus replied, the son of man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned into the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and who do all evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace where... There will be gnashes of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like sun in their father's king. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. If you read this, if you read the parable of the soil, you'll understand that all things are working out for your good. I know that seems strange, but all things are still working out for your good. And if you're sensitive enough to the Holy, uh, the Holy Spirit, he'll do the greater work in you so that you walk in the righteousness that you're supposed to. I've, I've, Never been in a situation where I haven't asked the Holy Spirit to help me, to help me understand, to help me understand how I, as a kingdom citizen, grow and live with the weeds and how I grow and even live and deal with the weeds in my own heart. And then the parable of the soil as well is another good one to read, to understand how the kingdom of heaven works. But the thing is here, if you don't have revelation and you don't understand your righteousness and you don't understand what Jesus is saying, Guess who's going to help explain that all to you? The Holy Spirit is going to give you the wisdom you need for this. Do me a favor. I want you to read um, the parable of the soils. I brought this up the other day and just ask the Lord, what condition is my heart in? Because whatever condition your heart is in is going to determine how you can receive the Holy Spirit. I hope that helps how you can receive, receive the Holy Spirit. But you are already born into the kingdom. You, you've already accepted Christ. This, this other things that's, that are going on in your life are just to distract you and to keep you from walking in your righteousness and for you to understand your righteousness. And the point of the Holy Spirit is to come in and to give you your righteousness and to un help you understand that it's working. My God, that's fine. That's fine. Tammy, use that. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, that's it. Well, that's it for today. I needed to give you the Holy Spirit of the helper. I needed you to help you understand how the kingdom works. Um, I gave you two scriptures to read in Matthew about your righteousness and the kingdom and all Jesus is going to do for you, even in the most uh, perilous of situations. But the reason, the way you're going to be able to get revelation of that is that the Holy Spirit helps you understand what, what and where and what and how precious and how important we are to the kingdom. When I read this in the sower and how I've been planted here, I know, come on, Holy Spirit. I know no matter what has happened in my life, God is working all things for my good. Well, I love y'all. I love you so, so much. I just love what God is working through us. He told me to take my time. I'm going to take my time. I, it can't be an hour. The Holy Spirit gave me a mandate. The Lord gave me a 30-minute window. He told me to teach it in 30 minutes, and I'm going to obey him. Sometimes we think we need more, but we really just need less to chew on.
And as we get less to chew on, um, we, we, as we not try to take all so much in, we'll have more revelation or we'll get more understanding in his word. So understand all things are working for your good. Sometimes you don't need a whole lot to digest. You need just a little bit so that it becomes revelation and it begins to manifest in your life. But go read the parable, um, of the sower and ask the Lord, show me what condition my heart is in. Show me what condition my heart is in so that I can make sure that I am not dealing with a stony heart or I'm not dealing with um, um, a heart. It's in the rocky soils. And that's Matthew 13. And uh, I think that's the 18th the 18th verse, somewhere in there. Oh no, Matthew, the 13th chapter, first through the 18th verse, he talks about the parable of the sower. Read the parable of the sower and ask the Lord, show me if there's anything in my heart that's rocky, that's stony, uh, that I ask the Lord, do I have people that are connected to me? My God, because that, that, this is so powerful. It says, a farmer went out to plant seeds. As he scattered them across the field, some seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Ask the Lord, who's eating up my word? Ask him, who's eating up my word? Who do I have connected to me that could be potentially eating up my word? Or who do I have around me that's choking the word out of me? Or what do I have connected to my life that's choking the word out of me? Yeah, no, that's it, Jeanette. Chewing on the word, not swallowing the word. Chewing on the word is so much better. Small bites still equal a meal, small bites are equal a meal. Vanessa, thank you, man. I thank you that he's restoring you right now. He's restoring you right now. He's revitalizing you. Hey, Melissa said, oh, I know. I know, huh? Who's choking out? I'm just saying. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. Since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Who are the thorns that are choking out your tender plants? Other seeds fell on fertile soil and produced a crop. The word should be producing a crop in you. If the word isn't producing a crop in you, we got to get the weeds out. We got to figure out what's going on. We got to figure out who's around you may be stealing your seed so that you can walk in the fullness of what God called you to do. I love y'all so much. I'm going to get out of here. Do me a favor. Read your Bill Winston confession today. Pray the names of God. I'll post those too. I'll, I'll send those out in the email over the next couple of days. Pray the name of God. Let's pray before we get out of here. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for revelation in your word. We thank you for a glimpse and an eyesight of what the kingdom of heaven looks like, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we don't have to deal with the weeds, Lord God. You'll deal with the weeds. We thank you, Father God, that the righteousness will still be standing, Lord God. We just need to keep our eyes on you, not worried about the things or the people in the world, but worried about you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for divinely connecting us through your word, through the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the Holy Spirit as helper, as teacher, as comforter. I thank you for each and every individual on this devotional. Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that the word... Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.